My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Now, here comes the music. Do I look bothered? Oh, you are awful, but I like you. Everybody's voting for the friendly voice of radio, the people's choice. Music, weather, sports, and news, it's radio. The people choose. I used to love jingles, by the way. It's part of what drew me to radio. I still do. You do too? And, yeah. and yet, is there anything we could talk about on this podcast that would make us sound more old and irrelevant? <laughs> I mean, seriously. It's almost as if we're competing. Yeah. you got to hear this jingle package, man. Yeah. What are these guys well, talking about? So for any of you that are under the age of 70, let me explain. Yeah. Hey, look alive. Everything lights up, makes you want to shout. Talk about happiness, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Nobody won't bring you happiness, but we know we will. Come on now, smile, get happy, yeah. In the old days, radio had these cool little... I, I, and jingles aren't really a thing anymore, even in TV commercials. And everything was a jingle or a theme song. Like oh, yeah. you could sing the theme song from Mister Ed. Oh, horses of horses, of course, and Gilligan's Island. And so radio stations had those little sounds too. And you know they would have hey, it's a blast. <laughs> Twin spin, twin spin, twin. <laughs> <laughs> and then when album rock radio disco way, disco way. <laughs> love it. Uh, when, when when FM yeah. came along, penetrated to be cool, they eschewed that as deep state radio, corporate radio, <laughs> and really, yeah. really it began the whole just talk like don't talk like this. Just talk like I'm a normal person. Or just talk like this, yeah. like really mellow, you know. Well, the real uh, trick I find is to sort of talk like you're a normal person, put just enough showbiz in there. Gravitas. <laughs> yeah. You know, we did, did a fine job of that uh, the yeah. other day. Who's that? Uh, President Biden. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember this golden classic. Playing the hits of yesteryear just for you. I mean, we're, this show is never a political show, although we always talk about, like, what's freaking people out the most, so we didn't right. have a choice. But for that speech, um, gosh, and, and this is a terrible thought. But I found myself wondering if, you know how they would give baseball players, you know, steroid well, shots so they could hit home yeah. runs? Yeah. 
<laughs> is there, I don't know, maybe uh, something you would get out of a meth lab that would just give you that pizzazz for... Uh, do you what? think he just jumps into bed at night with a clear mind? Not much to think about. He just goes right off to sleep. How could you possibly oh, the weight well, of well, that many decision he must be in a you know a you mean what's right? it like to be 78 year old biden and now all of a sudden the president when you thought that that yes. had passed you by right, right. exactly it's a blast could we somehow change the subject from us being old and, <laughs> and by the way talking about well, biden doesn't help that at all no well no. no i just it seems though that I, I kind of look at it, he sort of fell on the Democratic Party's sword. He, yeah, I'll do it. You yeah. got, you know, if I'm the, if I got the most skill, you know, the best skill set for this particular time, I'll do it. Well, yeah. and he also had, um, he had the fewest negatives, but also in terms of branding, and this is nothing about politics or policy, but in terms of branding, um, everything that that was angst and drama and constant state of turmoil about Trump. He's the opposite of that. And so to differentiate himself, he didn't really have to do anything. He didn't no. have, he, he have actually avoided all the traps of talking about deeply divisive political issues yeah. because Trump didn't make him go there. All Trump wanted to talk about was Trump. He and, was he, he just had to stay bisquick. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like vanilla without even that much vanilla. It's not a lot of flavor. <laughs> Melba toast. Mm, this is great vanilla ice cream. Could you put a little less vanilla in it? Just make it a little blander. If you can. And it's good. Although I will say this. Yeah. I tuned in to two shows recorded last night. Uh-huh. Uh, Colbert, who I think is very, very intellectually brilliant about everything. Cause I, he is. A, a, and he was funny. Uh, but I expect that Colbert now has to find, like, oh yeah, he's, he's got to work he, harder for... Totally, yeah, totally got to redefine his act. And by the way, not just Colbert, but us too. Anyway, I and I watched... <laughs> <laughs> Anybody in entertainment, yeah. man, he's is a so, giant content board. Even who, people who aren't A huge black hole of content. Great skills. We also have to work hard. Black harder. holes matter. Come on now. <laughs> black so, holes, son. Yeah, Won't I mean... Come? So, and then the other one was Trevor Noah. And yeah. I thought Trevor Noah was a little dull. I he mean, can he can he's hot and he's you know hot, hot and cold. cold. Yeah, big time. But what outrages them there for him right now to point out, you know, the total hypocrisy of because I mean, it's gone quiet on the hypocrisy. Now, don't worry, there'll be new hypocrisies. Oh, there'll be another Santa Claus. Yeah, but uh, anyway, it's it's sort of peaceful and in some ways. I already missed Trump. <laughs> and I, I got a, a, an $800 uh, hair, hair piece of Trump wiggery. <laughs> oh, from you doing impressions. Yeah. Yes. And, it, it, uh, and you did a good in-person Trump thing, too. You, like, wore the Santa Claus pillow and you oh, did the oh, whole... Yeah, yeah until, it, until it got really ugly and I just put it away. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, people just did not, but they did not have the balls to do it. It stopped being funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, hey! Back during the OJ trial on your radio show, Bob, did th- was that a piece of every morning's content? The updating OJ's. 
Uh, you know, yeah, that was, was just a week or two ago, wasn't it, Zip? That's so recent. <laughs> <laughs> no, start, I'm just saying. I think we I'm should just... start making fun of each other anytime we bring up a topic that's not this decade. No, so but the, no the point being is that that absolutely, <laughs> yes. totally, uh, that created Court TV. It created yes. oh, a yeah. whole different, absolutely. you know. The 24-hour news You're... cycle. Who listens to radio? That go where you go, medium call radio. That's with you every night through the long commuter fight. And in the morning with your toast and mama lady oh Who listens to radio? No matter if it's summer, winter, spring or fall. Who listens to radio? Only one hundred and fifty million. Show in America, folks. I, I, I thought we were cornball singing "Kumbaya" the other day. This is getting cornball. All right. So anyway, we're in a we're in a new we're in. I, sh- I should say I could say we're in uncharted water, but we're actually back in charted water. Charted water, sure. <laughs> and it's just and and so now the things to worry about are the normal things that are bad, like, logistics. Well, like Yemen. Not on yeah. TV much. No. Bad stuff s- happening there. Not sexy, yeah. Yeah. And um, what else is a big... Uh, a big well, there's Hey, this- Dr. Fauci has been uh, uncorked. I'm back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, to believe me, I had a smile on TV today. I got to talk about things I love, like efficacy. What is efficacy? The, it's, it's, the a sneak, it's a neat, a, a neat way to sneak, sneak in a, a, a swear word, efficacy. Well, efficacy, you too. <laughs> <laughs> I, Bob, I, I, I don't want to speak below your IQ. No, but I, it's, it's going to be hard. Know, yes. Um, efficacy is the, the um, I'm so old I forget. So efficacy, if I understand it, it's the power or capacity to produce a desired effect. So with the vaccine, right. effective. It's, yeah. it's efficiency, <laughs> really. Yeah, Peak effectiveness. efficacy, the opposite of me- deficiency, which I'm right. becoming mentally. Right. So efficiency is a synonym for efficacy. It's just not a word that, right. you know, lately for the last four years, if you could speak with the vocabulary of a fifth grader, you understood everything that was going on. If you know what efficacy and titration are, you might be as smart as a fifth grader. All right, so when they talk about the vaccine and they use the word efficacy. Effectiveness. It's the percentage of effectiveness. Now let's discuss titration, Bob. Let's see how good you Hold on, before we get to the other swear word that you snuck in to a long four-syllable word, titration. Yes. What? Uh, let's go back on efficacy. What were you talking about today with efficacy? Oh, we were just discussing basically how I I think that herd immunity is achievable if we get to eighty five percent of Americans, and that that can be achieved midsummer. But of course, the reporter said everybody would be cured, and I had to correct them because they're misquoting me. Now that I can open my mouth, right, right, uh, and. And so what you were talking about today is uh, that you have to walk a fine line between being a cheerleader, right, 
And, I'm on a tightrope. Yes. Yeah. And because uh, the other announcement today, I don't know if you said this. I, I think Biden mentioned it, but we expect in the next month to get to 500,000 yes. dead. That's like 100,000 a month means that this thing is now on a tear and that, you know, the initial predictions, which we were mocked for, are actually coming true. And um, that's crazy. I mean, and yet at the same time, and because, you know, I've, uh, I've opened up detente with all my conservative friends. We're, Thank you, Mr. Reagan. Yeah, we're all talking. And, um, and I'm hearing, like, I really want to know why do you feel the way you feel? And, you know, they kind of feel like it's all overblown and hardly anybody's croaking. And so I said, well, 400,000 is more people have died in a year of this than died in all of World War II. And it's mutating. The strain is mutating. Yeah. And how do you explain mutation to actual mutants? I don't know. I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) So, but mutating, again, that's, Fauci, that's a scientific term. True. And most of the mutations of coronavirus, and I've heard are, you say this, are less infective. Well, are they, they or less infective, or even if they're more infective, they less don't. Harmful. Uh, they don't actually make you sicker, and they're probably not going to be the kind that make the vaccine less effective. Or is that deep state propaganda? No, you that can is, tell us. Hardly anybody will hear you. Go ahead. Well, as you know, under the new administration, we're science based these days. Right. So let me dumb it down for, for, for Zip. You <laughs> oh, take, think of it as, if, as, as um, the one we have is Miller, and the, 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 the mutations are Miller-lite. Got it. <laughs> but I thought the mutation spread faster. It does, and you can drink more Miller-lites. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am having trouble following that. The efficacy of that explanation is not hitting 96%. Like I said, yeah, get your degree. All right. So, uh, and also, Dr. Fauci, you got your first dose of the yes, virus, a vaccine, uh, and a while that's ago. The and thing now, is, are you getting your second one? Aren't you? No, well, one? not yet. It's not ready. They've not manufactured it. I have to wait in line right. just to, play, to be an exemplary right. person. My son, by the way, Keith, uh, today, well, he's been, you know, he's been working through this. And when they do productions in L.A., everyone who's going to be on the production is tested. In fact, L.A., like they in a in and out burger is the same as in and out coronavirus testing. That's how fast it takes. You just go through the drive through, and there's tons of tests for everybody. And um, so he had to get tested with this whole crew who was shooting a commercial at his house. I didn't know this, but in L.A., if you can rent out your house for people making films. You didn't know that? Yeah, I didn't know that. And they and they pay like good money big money like, yeah yeah like yeah the rent's paid for six months kind of yeah. money yeah. and so you know they're they're um you know opportunistic so they do this <laughs> and the crew there's one guy in charge of keeping track of the whole thing so they move out of their house and of course they rent a waterfront condo mm-hmm. on the beach in malibu like a few <laughs> doors down from um jennifer aniston you know the kind of beach i'm talking they call it yeah. billionaire beach yeah uh, and they're only in it for five days, but you know, 
I remember price. when I was when I had a little bit of dough and I wanted to buy a Mercedes and I wanted to <laughs> look like I had money, which is I've since found out is absolutely the stupidest way to it have money. Is- yeah, asinine. Yeah, yeah. Because people come at you and convince you to invest in things, and then yeah. Um, <laughs> His name was Bernie. <laughs> he made off with my money. Yeah. But anyway, so Keith rents out his house. Yeah. This whole huge film crew comes. Uh, he goes to this beach, and uh, the kids are playing on the beach with their dogs, and life is very, very good. Except the guy who set up this whole thing and is an, a dear friend of Keith's. They're yeah. like quarantine buddies, which is your excuse for I can't not see anybody. I have to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And you and were you my quarantine intra- buddies. Well, it's sort of like like AIDS used to be, or yeah. or even just gen, you know chlamydia. You go, ah, oh, are you good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I, I haven't slept around a lot. All right, we're good. Then. <laughs> just you're on the honor system, and you get honor. Ah, you see what he did? Took a a minute for the coin to drop and get to the bottom of the bank. The slot's a little rusty, Bob. (laughs) I'm regularly ashamed of myself. That was one of those times. But anyway, but it's a true story. So uh, Keith gets a call, and the guy he's been working with for days setting all this up is positive for COVID. Oh, no. Now, when you're Keith's quarantine buddy... You hang out in the house for hours. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a really good guy. He's a friend of the family. He put yeah, the kids to bed. Yeah. So it's a whole, the whole family's potentially exposed. Right. So they have to quarantine. Well, testing and quarantining and um, basically uh, they have 10 more days left and they're going to get tested, I think, every five days. Is that how they mm-hmm. do it? Mm-hmm. So far, you know, they're all negative, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, having extension, please, students. This is Principal Hemroid. Yes, Principal Hemroid. <clears throat> the testing for COVID will begin at 9 a.m. sharp. Be there with your masks. <clears throat> no swear words, please. Thank you. That is all. Thank you, <laughs> Professor. Did I ever tell you that doing the high school radio announcements was really how I got my start? I did the same thing. Did you? Does it, I did you do it? I swear to God. I, no, I did not. I, I was in the audio, audio-visual club, however. Yeah, the AV club. Yeah. I knew that I wanted to be in radio from when I was seven years old. You know, wow. And I'm not kidding. And so when I got into high school, I was like, how do you get to do that? Oh, you just volunteer. And I was like, yeah. I, I would like to volunteer for that. And I, so I got on the microphone and I was, my um, mentor, that's not, a, it's not a mentor when you're just totally copying somebody. It's something else. Anyway. <laughs> yes. The guy who I tried to sound like was a big New York disc jockey mm-hmm. called Scott Muni, who was on a big... I've met Scott Muni when I interviewed for a job there. That's him. That's pretty close. W-N-E-W. Yeah. And so, and I used F- to literally F-M. get in front of the mirror and go, the e-practice will be at 2 p.m. <laughs> and my voice... You know, when I first started as a freshman, it was like, P.E. practice with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you would then, never have hired me to do Mickey Mouse. Well, you're... and then this thing happened uh-huh. when I was a sophomore. Uh-huh. I just went, P.E. practice will be 2 p.m. <laughs> and, and it was the greatest thing. I, I still Ever. didn't grow any hair uh, uh-huh. down there. <laughs> that was TMI. That was late to come. Yeah, which made was, gym class very. I like, just hide in the oh, corner. Oh, dude, we, we yeah. were we lived the same life. Uh, swear to God, every a, guy, yeah. every guy wants to be the first one to grow pubes. I know, I was a late bloomer. Yeah, way late. 
But it does, it messes with your um, self-confidence because... Oh, absolutely. Here are all these jocks. Literally. And, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Here, here's, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean to pull rank, but here's where my nightmare uh, lack of early puberty is worse than yours. I'll bet. Canadian high schools, we swam nude. What? The, boy, oh, no the boys' gym classes all had to... They were required to Ooh. swim in the nude. So you, what were you, pedophile teachers? What was the deal? No, it was it was considered a hygiene thing because what dudes would do and what girls not so much. The the girls didn't have to do it. The guys did. It was sexist. It was crazy. But you know, it was also the seventies. And but, why 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 was that considered good hygiene? I'm still because not it, it, what happens is the guys take their swim gear, leave them in their lockers, don't take them home, put them on the next class, and of course they bring they they just grow mold. Oh, yeah. and you, there's legionnaires. Well, you can make penicillin in there if you have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, I had no choice, and I, you know, I'm looking like a plucked chicken, and I'm I'm, in, I'm around a bunch of fully grown men, yeah, you know, and I I look like so a you had that too, and so and yet we got the revenge because when our voices did change, they changed like this. <laughs> And today so that was the same James. deal, by and large, with the YMCA's in in the states. YMCA's in general, I'm pretty sure had nude swimming. Yeah, well, because yeah. it was totally it was hygienic not, well, consideration. Yeah. Well, it yeah. wasn't multi gender. But I yeah, I tell people I tell people about that though, Zip, and they they think I'm bullshitting. They they don't know. believe me. They literally don't believe what I'm saying. I believe you because the more I know you, every sad thing you say is true. <laughs> The more I know you. Yeah. Well, but I mean, we didn't know that you were really poor as a child until a couple of episodes ago. Broke ass poor, yeah. Yeah, like really poor. And um, like uh, probably couldn't even go to McDonald's and get French no, fries. No, I didn't, I didn't get to uh, a fast food place until my sixth grade teacher took me to a yeah. Burger King. And, it, and a Whopper was the best thing I thought I'd ever tasted. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a like a, a dream come true for me because I've seen all the ads. We did have, have a television. It right. was not color like the other kids. Oh, when I, said, I remember television. color TV envy too. Yeah. Uh, again, boy, we're doing, the a old chill, we're doing a great job. <laughs> not sounding old. Fantastic. Yes. Um, no, but I remember uh, neighbors got color TV and yeah. we were like, we can't afford color TV. We have eight no. children. We're Catholic. Right. Uh, you know, we'd have 12, 20 children. If, you know, pulling out didn't work part of the time. <laughs> and I remember one one family, one family had a, uh, a rainbow colored gel that they put over their black and white screen to make it look I, like I, they had color TV. I saw the ad for that. It was basically um, like those things that are in kaleidoscopes. It was just yes. basically put some colors on. The, it had nothing to do no. with faces or, you know, the face <laughs> would be green, but it would be a rainbow. Yeah. yeah it's it's kind of like what they, what Turner Network Television did to movies. Yeah. But, but I'm going to find a way to twist this around and be able to talk about something modern here because technology. <laughs> We're talking about nude swimming at the YMCA. <laughs> yeah, and and color TV. What's wrong with that? Well, well, I too did the announcements. It's just so weird yeah. that that's the way we both got into the business. But, but think about this. When color TV started, Yeah, I don't know if you did this, but we had a neighbor whose uncle had color TV. Yeah. And at their house, they had these shrubs next to the big picture window that looked in. <laughs> I don't want no shrubs. <laughs> and the, and we kids would hide in the shrubs 
and watch this old woman watch <laughs> Days of Our Lives just to see the miracle of a color, color picture. TV. <laughs> and then we go home and, and you know, um, if, what was that show with Will Robinson and the robot? Uh, it was uh, Lost in Space. Lost in Space would be yes. in black and white. And oh, it dear. Just, <laughs> it's just terrible. <laughs> Whatever should we do with black and white TV? Oh, it would be the shame of the universe. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, but how that relates to today... <laughs> I'm not sure. uh, give me a give me a second. I've, hung, I've put the noose up there. Let me try and stand in front of it. The the miracle and the excitement, yeah. the joy of, uh, and this is a uniquely human thing of cool, new, faster, more efficient, instantaneous ways of communicating and entertaining is literally the heroin of human beings who aren't on heroin. Same uh, chemicals are released in the brain. You're yes. right. What do you call those chemicals? Dopamine. dopamine. Yes. The, yeah. A dopamine lollipop is what my brain scientist friend used to call, <laughs> like when your phone makes a beep that says you have a, a text. You've got mail. I... I <laughs> That was good, actually. <laughs> a, it, that's what it is. It's a dopamine lollipop because it's yeah. a, it, it's just like a Pavlovian response for a dog who presses a lever. You you go, oh, someone's thinking of me. It might be something good, and then you go, oh, I already tried that whole free iPad thing, and <laughs> you've got work. four more days to get free Disney. You bought a new Apple device, but it subscribe is cool. now. It is cool. What do you think the coolest new piece? Of technology is, I mean, clearly, self clearly self-driving cars, self-driving cars. cars. That's going to be the big thing. Drives, yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, hell with a Tesla. Let me let me go get a couple of glasses of wine and have the have the car take me home. <laughs> is that? I know. I always say this, and then the thing becomes, you know, mainstream really quickly. Is that? Kind of a, a far ways away, though. I, I mean, I feel mm. like who wants to get the early version i well they already have killed one person it it, it, it has already happened i mean uh, you can fact check me if you want but no no, I, no, no. I, I think you mean talking about the tesla accident where they didn't see a pedestrian walking across the right, road right right yeah uh that by the way because we live in a in a society uh, where you can argue anything that was not the tesla's fault okay it was the woman's fault. She looked like a tree's branches blowing in the wind. It wasn't the Tesla's <laughs> fault. You make what, a great yeah. PR what she guy. was wearing. That's why it happened. It's what she was wearing. She was asking for. I don't want to say that. That's terrible. Forest Green, terrible. It's, it's a joke. It's a joke. I think that's barely acceptable with a Tesla. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, cold and then here's the other thing I would say in court, if I wanted to, you know, <laughs> defend evil. Yes. Uh, Your Honor. It's true. One person died. <laughs> now let's take cars driven by humans and look at how many people died there. And that is factually, I'm sorry, that's a valid uh, defense. Yeah. As soon as uh, self-driving cars are safer than human-driven cars, yes. the amount of people that die will be smaller yeah. and therefore insurance companies will be happy. And, and you know what they'll do, by the way, just to make extra up profit? Up the rates. They'll yeah. up the rate. Boy, we are 
we both went to cynics class together. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of parallels here, Bob. Yeah, they'll up the rates yeah. because it's a self-driving car, but they'll actually know in their actuarial tables yeah. that the self-driving car will be safer, so they'll make more money. Insurance companies are my least favorite corporations. Oh. It's, it's legalized extortion to me. Well. Put me down as undecided, though, Bob. <laughs> just, just, in, just in case they want to I sponsor the show. <laughs> What isn't legalized extortion? I mean, if anything, like, isn't, like, everything that you don't have a choice, like, there's only five companies in the United States now. Yeah. All the, this yeah, pandemic shut down every mom and pop business. Mm -hmm. Every small, like, small little local hardware stores were forced to shut down while Home Depot was yeah. essential. How, One of, how freaking tax fair base, that? Tax, tax base, that's what it is. That's yeah. like casinos. You know, the, the take in Detroit is about $375,000 a day, and that's why they are open. That's the tax take? Annual, ta that's the daily tax take from the three ca yeah. casinos combined. And that's right out of the right. mayor's mouth, so I, I have no reason right. to doubt I'm glad that. we're in back in the present day right now. Let's try and stay in the present <laughs> day for the rest of the show. I have yes. a question to ask you guys. Sure. Um, I, I'm not an investor. I mean, I got a nest egg and I got a retirement and you guys mock me and make fun of me. But Zip's the one with all the real money in this, in this partnership. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think not. But, uh, but I, I have taken a small amount of money and played when I believed in something. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll give you a, first I'll give you a list of things I didn't believe in and said, no way I'm investing in that. Okay. Uh, Google, Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Amazon. That'll never yeah. work. Never in a million years. <laughs> so uh, take every bit of uh, investment advice I give you from this point on with that particular grain of salt. Yes. But when Spotify came out mm -hmm. and I was getting out of radio, I looked at what they were doing yeah. and I became a customer and I saw that if anyone was going to do it, they were going to do it. They were going to take podcasts, own them, the way satellite radio took Howard Stern and, you know, owned a, a unique product. Yep. And I said, they're positioned to be the big players. So when they when their stock came out, you know, I bought a little bit of it. The IPO. And uh, yes, the IPO. And it's more than doubled. And, and, and so I'm I like, I'm feeling good. And this year, and, and by the way, I have to I, just, you know, I'm. I try to be as impartial as possible, and I try to not pick one side. As you guys know, I'm butt sore from sitting on the fence for many years. <laughs> but um, I gotta, you know, I, I gotta thank Trump for the wonderful run I had at the slot machines that we call Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Over the last four years, so I was saying to Lisa. Okay, now that, because I try to think back, like, I should have known that Facebook would collect all the information about us and sell it to people, and that was a huge business, and that Google would do that. Data. Uh, data. And then I should have realized yeah. that Amazon.com wasn't a bookstore, mm -hmm. and it wasn't even like an online shopping center. It was a logistics and transportation company that whose job was to eliminate the middleman, places that store stuff and put it in stores where they have to heat it and pay a mortgage. Yeah. And just Rick essentially and get goods directly to you with technology. And, and, and when you think of it that way, it's like, yeah. this thing is going to be huge. And in the deal, become the, a larger right. real estate holder than the Catholic Church. Wow. Do they have 
their version of Rome yet? Where's that Seattle? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I ain't There's, kissing any Jeff rings. Jeff Bezos should like, go out on the balcony. And, <laughs> yeah, the smoke will come out of the, yeah. the warehouse. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so uh, uh, what I want to ask you guys is, yeah. and we've, we're clearly good at looking backwards yes. in the rearview mirror, but looking in the forward mirror, mm-hmm. you think it's time to invest in self-driving cars? I was thinking of another industry. Oh, oh do tell. Well, okay. Is this insider training? Is the, is the no, uh, no, no. Security and Exchange Commission going to, the SEC going to be down, down our backs on this? No, everything I say is worth exactly what you paid for. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, let's talk about things that are likely to happen right. now that there's a Democratic administration. And, you know, for four years. I'd never assume anything's going to stay. Okay. Uh, and I expect in the midterms, things usually change hands. I say tax and spend. Yeah. So, uh, but aside from that, just looking at technology, Mm -hmm. what do you think is about to take off like a rocket ship? Is that a hint? No. I'd say artificial intelligence for your penis. I... (laughs) I would I would say latex. The little head is already <laughs> already overrules you on so many things. You want to make him smart too? That's interesting. I don't know how you I don't know where you would put it and how it would talk to each other, but I say latex real dolls or something. Okay. Uh, you guys are clearly taking this very, very seriously. Nine? Yes. Um, no, I really don't um wow. Well, so all right. So here's a sector. Um can I can I guess again? Uh yeah infrastructure of some kind well i think there's a really good chance of that uh, mm-hmm. but it's that's such a like a public utility thing is yeah. usually a way to make money slowly i'm talking about a way that you could a quick buck fast buck hand trade. over fist like okay. all right i told you that my younger brother bought bitcoin yes pretty cheaply data miner and it went up to whatever it was like 40 thousand or whatever it's the, i don't even know how to read the numbers for this i'll see what it is today okay because uh, i have it I, I i put stuff on there i'm not going to actually buy wow oh just, do you do pushes and, and um no i just i it's like fan, the stock market is like fantasy football for me <laughs> okay <laughs> you know so Bit, bitcoin uh was up to 40 i think forty one thousand dollars, which is crazy yeah. Um, and I, I forget what he bought it at, but he he bought it when it wasn't crazy. Right. And um, I think he said 50 bucks or something ridiculous. And anyways, up to $40,000. Right. And he called me when it was a day it was like at 37, 36. And he said, I don't know what to do. Should I lock it in uh, or should I? Hang on to it because I read an article that says it could go to a hundred and fifty dollars. It's blockchain technology. One hundred fifty thousand. Excuse me. Yeah, it's blockchain. Te- so anyway, I said to him, "Well, what's the technology? It's blockchain. It's like it takes the power away from the governments and allows people to have a completely private." Uh, and, and I thought, okay, so you're saying. It's subversive. There are 138 <laughs> countries in the world, and every single government in the world will think of this as their enemy. <laughs> and and so like I go that's war. So how does Bitcoin or blockchain and there's a bunch of different you know there's a whole yeah, bunch there's of different. Uh, I said well, how do they win? And his answer was kind of like, 
wow, uh, it's just, you got to research really deep. And I'm like, yeah, but can you put it into, you know, at least eighth grade language for me? Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, he, the answer was, you just need to read. You just, you just don't know much, <laughs> which is really funny because I'm like, please teach me. <laughs> teach and, me tonight. And what's funny is I insulted him because I said, that you're sounding like a Trump supporter. I want to know. Where's the Pizzagate <laughs> thing happening? What's going on? And, and that's, a bit, by the way, there's two ways to insult him, and that's the worst one. So, Pizzagate, yeah. No, uh, just, he, he's a great socialist, uh, <clears throat> wonderful, nice guy. So anyway, yeah. I, I talked to him and I said, well, you know, there's, I said, it's a gambling issue, Wall Street. And if you play a certain strategy safely, it just historically goes up at a certain rate. If you want higher growth, you can expect more volatility and you're taking a bigger risk of maybe losing all your money. And you do that when you're young. And you can. And you can also buy and hold for a very long time with, I should say, what are considered higher growth stocks and the ones that bomb out will easy, easily be eclipsed by the ones who win. Yes. But it still means having a portfolio, not I'm putting all my money on that yes. horse with a tail and the flies that looks just right for me. Mr. Rivers, uh, Canadian guy at the back? Yes. Can I take one more guess at what's going to go up? Sure, what? Um, you're going to get it, by the way. Clean tech? No. I thought no. being a Canadian, you would know about this industry because they were on it before the U.S. Mm. I give up. I'm giving the audience no a chance clue. to think of it. Canada was a little bit ahead of us on this one. Hmm. Plastic it's, money. It's something that's currently illegal federally in the United States. Illegal federally. Oh, is it uh, not marijuana? Huh? Pot, pot stocks? Pot stocks? Is that what you're I saying? I say pot oh. stocks. But plastic baggy stocks. Something. See, because the thing is... <laughs> <laughs> The smartest way to make money on something yes. is to invest in the thing that that thing needs. So in other words, um, if you could see Amazon crushing it, yeah. you would have known that FedEx and UPS were going to just go like gangbusters. Right, the logistics. Yes. Back when computers exploded in popularity mm-hmm. in Seattle, I knew multimillionaires who invested in the companies that pressed CD-ROMs, blank CD-ROMs. Ah, so you, you find, like, what do they need? Rolling papers? I don't know. Um, yeah, man, I could invest in rolling. I got that much, man. Yeah. Bongs. I, I don't know what it is. I know what a bong is. <laughs> I know you know what a bong is. No, no, I'm saying I don't know what the way to invest is. And in the United States, it's still illegal. So you can't trade pot stocks on the exchanges because it's federally illegal. Now... One of the ways people are getting around this is there are some uh, exchange-traded funds. Do you know what those are? Exchange-traded funds. It's like a basket with a bunch of Easter eggs in it, only they're stocks. And, um, oh, ETFs. ETFs, yes. yeah. And one of them's out of Canada. And because it's not directly linked to what it is, you know, it's, it's yeah. a little bit like the mafia, basically. <laughs> smoking stuff from. Smoke and mirrors, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so I, I'm thinking like, with Democrats in there and all of these states getting tons of revenue from recreational and medicinal marijuana, mm-hmm. and the majority of the public supports it, right. I think that the federal ban on this is going to go away. And once it's possible to do it banking, 
then a bunch of things are going to explode. So I'm thinking like, and I'm just going to take a small amount of money. But I, you know, it's like playing marbles. I always lost at marbles when I was a kid. Did you have? Yeah, a me, too. Me, yeah. me too. Some yeah. kid, Car- some cards and marbles. Yeah, some kid would come along and I remember what you called the big marble. You called it a biggie, a beauty. Yeah, a beauty, a biggie. And I would be. I was just like, I was the sad sap, who I, the best way for me not to lose him was to keep him in the bag. <laughs> and you've adopted that philosophy yeah. ever since. Right. Once again, we went back 50 years into the past. So yes, uh, anyway, so there's, and I would re- welcome anybody in the audience that uh, wants to give me some advice, be a friend of the show, uh, send us an email. It's uh, show at bobandzip.com. Or I'll give you my personal email. Bob <laughs> at, no, I don't care. It's bob at uh, bobrivers.com. <laughs> and um you know send me like we'll talk about this stuff uh, because i would love to go back in time and just you know put a thousand bucks on facebook if you spin a huey lewis song i'm leaving power of love that's a thought you don't think about I, i'm alone in all of this right you guys don't think like oh, what's no. going to happen differently now in the next four years all I know is that when I had when I was in mutual funds, I tried to go uh, with a 100% green portfolio, and the guy talked me out of it. Yeah. And I, we finally uh, compromised and went 50-50. Uh-huh. And my my picks outperformed the living shit out of his. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, that's a that's another Democrats in control way to go. Yeah. Is a green portfolio. That's a good one. And it also, I believe cannabis fits nicely into yes, something yes, called a does. green portfolio. So. <laughs> Perfectly. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So think about that stuff. I'd just be curious what anybody thinks. Email me, bob at bobrivers.com or, sh- or uh, show at bobandzip.com. I also want to take a moment to thank, um, we have several new Patreon uh, people. Hold on. Let Greatly. Me, let me look them up because they heard us talking about it. Okay. And also, um, very nice to have uh, Spike and Joe back. I, look, Big I'm, time. I'm, I'm leaning on them because people love them. Just like Ed Sullivan kept inviting Tobo Gigio back. Well, there you go again with the <laughs> contemporary references, Bob. Yeah. If you want to dig me up, dig me up. Topo, come on in here. So I'm going to say hi to a few of our uh, Patreons. <laughs> the most recent Patreon, these are Bob and Zip Show Patreons. Uh, what's his name? Carl Aspelund. Carl, thank you very much oh, for signing up. Carl. Uh, hey, it's me, Carl, the doorman. Yeah. Uh, he just signed up January 13th, by the way. So thank Welcome. you, Carl. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, also, Chuck Butler. Chuck uh, Butler. As, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Chuck Butler. Shout that's, out to Chuck Butler. That's an area. Uh, uh, who else is uh, joined in our era here? Meg Rankin. Meg Rankin. Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of you who've been with us for a long time. We're going to start shouting out to you guys a little more uh, because I sort of feel in a way like I've neglected some of the best people. And Casey Kasem's not here anymore, so why not give our shout outs? <laughs> why don't you do a uh, Patreon shout out to all the new Patreon people? I can do that. And here's one for Chuck Butler, the best radio nay for a guy who's never been on the radio. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How, uh, how about Carl Aspeland? Carl Asplund, this one's for you, and it's thank you. I want to thank you by ZZ Top. 
Thank you. All right. So uh, that's and our Meg Rankin sent us a picture. All right. We're not going to turn into PBS where we spend a whole hour thanking all the people that make this program possible. Hey, I, I'm the guy that does that in New York. Shut oh, up. Oh, do you really? <laughs> yes. For viewers uh, for, like you, yeah, not for the viewers. Actually, can you do? Can you parody for, for, that for, commercial and do it for, for us? Then? For the radio. Yeah, go ahead. I only do it for the PBS. Is brought to you by viewers like you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's so yeah. nice. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's that kind of soft sell won't work for us. No, no. We need to hit them hard yeah. right between the eyes. When they go down, it's to our surprise. Okay. <laughs> uh, let me look and see what else is going on here. Uh, I, I'm not, I feel like we should just skip all the politics now because... Here's Marvin Gaye and what's going on. <laughs> Stop. Um, uh, this is on TMZ, Dr. Anthony Fauci. We already covered him, but... Yeah. They call it Fauci Unchained. <laughs> no more anti-science BS. Anthony yeah. Fauci has held his breath for months but he's now fully exhaled and is having a hard time hiding his glee over the change yeah. in administration. He was pretty happy camper, he, man. He was giddy he was. is what he was. At the White House Corona briefing on Thursday, which is what you were talking about, yeah. he uh, science rules. The doc <laughs> made it clear there were times working with Trump when he felt uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. To say the least. Yeah. That's, a, that's right. Uh, that's actually how uh, Tupac felt right after he got shot. Too. A little uncomfortable. <laughs> he must have felt like he had an elastic yeah. band around yeah. his scrotum. Honestly. He said he was walking a tightrope uh, because he disagreed with just about everything. Yeah. Uh, especially the hydroxychloroquine. He said he didn't want to totally contradict him, but he uh, feels much better now. If you don't know the answer, don't guess. Just say you don't know the answer, is what Fauci says. But, I kept my job. Yeah. <laughs> I kept my job. Uh, if people have to, have to say when they don't know, though, that 90% that of the media goes under. Uh, that's good. And now right. we can say when we don't know. Yes. Oh, let's see. What else? Oh, Where's that's... Andrew? I don't know. Uh, he's going to be with us shortly. I'm just looking. Uh, I'm looking for all the stuff that isn't politics. <laughs> Good luck with that. Well, <laughs> what's really neat is you don't see the name Trump. You know, it's gone down by about 90 percent. No, it's it's completely refocused. I've noticed they just swung the camera directly to the pandemic. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's in, in see. In some ways. Uh, uh, too much pandemic stuff. I don't want to talk too much about that. Just right. be safe, people. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm having trouble what, what, with, with Lisa. <laughs> Yeah, um, because, you know, uh, well, it's fortunately, she doesn't yeah. listen to this podcast. So I'll just tell you. <laughs> OK, it's she's comfortable. She wears her mask. She sanitizes her hands a little bit, but she's still, you know, she'll say, I got to go to the chiropractor. I'm oh, like, that's optional. That's an office where, you know. People go in and out every day to be touched by this guy. Yeah. Her chiropractor is like um, Biden's older brother. I mean, he's old. <laughs> and, but he's rich. Well, he's a good, he's a good guy. Yeah. He's actually very... And, you know, chiropractors are, are a little bit like fortune tellers, too. Yeah. Your back is feeling better. Doesn't it yeah. feel better? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's good and bad. That's a shady one, though. There's a lot of shady guys in that bit. Well, he's not. He's good. No, I've actually good. enjoyed his work. But at the mm -hmm. same time, a certain amount of hype goes along with it because, yeah. like, I'll go to the chiropractor 
And after a couple adjustments, I'm better, and I don't see him. And he's like, you should come in for some maintenance. And I'm like, no, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mow the lawn when it gets longer, not just because it's Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Although when you subscribe to a lawn cutting service, they're there every Tuesday. Uh, Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so I talked to her like three weeks ago, and I said, uh, because I ordered N95 masks, the 3M 8210s, the ones that were impossible to get for a long time and the reason i ordered them is the same reason i ordered a star trek uniform i see the people on tv wearing them i want to be cool like them and so when you see people in the hospital who have to go in and work in Mm -hmm. the trenches what do they got on they got a, a 3m n95 They've got uh, one of those visor things, right? They look a little like that scene in E.T. where yes. they're yeah. filching them out of the house. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go with that yet. Although, if I had to go visit my grandchildren, I would get on the plane with the freaking hose coming out of my back. Absolutely. Bob, I have to leave home. 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 <laughs> E.T. Right. Elliot. Elliot. Pandemic. Not good. Now, let me ask you this. I've been to the dentist, I don't know, four or five times during the pandemic. I've been to the physical therapist, I don't know, uh, literally 20 times in the past year. You think I'm being Uh, unsafe? So I did one haircut over the summer when there were hardly any cases around here, and I freaked out about it, and I kept my mask on. Mm -hmm. I have not done a dentist. I've only gone uh, for my... uh, uh, appointments with the naturopath at this place that only allows one person in at a time and it's extremely and then last week i had to go for my eye exam because they wouldn't renew my uh, contact prescription which really ticked me off i'm like my eyes are still fine the same i'm sorry we're not allowed by law to let you buy contacts Unless you visit the hospital and pump money into the system. I mean, unless we make sure it's safe for you. Here's Jackson Brown and Dr. My Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I love Casey Casey. Uh, so anyway, um, you know, and I went in, there's like 50 people in the waiting room. And it was Dartmouth-Hitchcock Hospital, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, an Ivy League school behind this hospital. and. They're businesses, dude. It's just like when the airlines say, let us show you our filtration systems. Come on, fly with us. I'm like, not yet. Um, Here's Frank Sinatra and come fly with me. <laughs> so, I, you know, I'm, but I'm extra paranoid. I mean, of course. Mm. I, but I've been trying to convince Lisa to upgrade the mask because when this whole thing first happened, and I think this was brilliant strategy. Because nobody wanted to wear masks. Mm-hmm. But what they did is they made women believe that making homemade masks was cool. <laughs> yeah, not so much. And then, so, and then, you know, it's like, I've got old underwear here sitting. We got to do something. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure it's been bleached. But, um, <laughs> and you can open the little hole in the front for your straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually not a bad idea <laughs> as a novelty, though. Yeah. Uh, and so, anyway, I was telling her like three, four weeks ago, it's like, you know, this new um, extra contagious version. Uh, of this pandemic, they're going to tell you that your crappy masks are not good enough and you need to have better masks. Mm-hmm. 
And I have this thing with Lisa where I always tell her, I'm, I'm, would you like me to tell you a story that's going to happen in three weeks? And she'll go, no, but I'm not going to be able to stop you. <laughs> she I knows said, you well. They're going to come out and say you need better masks. Well, in the New York Times today, a huge article about that. Oh, my. Basically saying that a cotton mask that you made out of some old Spider-Man pajamas, not, not going to cut it. No. And, uh, and what's funny is they don't want to run on 3M, 8210, N95 masks. So they said, of course, that's the best, but you won't need that. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> so. Is that, who made, does the editor make that, that decision or does it fall um, to the individual? So, all right. We could do a whole theory, a, a whole bit where I do things I actually believed that Trump said. Or points that were very legitimate that were made, yes. even though yeah. everything was wacky. Mm -hmm. News media is all about controlling the population. Mm -hmm. um, it is now. When, when they said you don't need masks, uh, mm -hmm. that's because they were scraping up every mask they could. And, and I don't know that it was a conspiracy, but every mask needed to go to the people on the front lines. Well, you know, when it, when it comes to me staying alive and breathing... I'm, I consider myself on the front lines. On the front lines. <laughs> 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 Valid point, Bob. And so, but, for, but I realize that I'm a country of one at that point, and I'm not being a good citizen if I take masks away from healthcare workers. So I get it. Uh, but then, they, and, and while that was going on, I'm reading newspapers in English that are published in China for American businesses that are in China. Ah, and I'm reading about how it's essentially airborne and everyone's wearing masks. And they're used to that. Well, they got used to it with SARS and MERS. Right. And, you know, this isn't their first rodeo no. mm -mm. On, on the vaccine merry-go-round. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then they told us, uh, make masks, and but we still don't have enough of them. So why don't you make it an arts and crafts hobby and we get the gals, <laughs> get the gals on The View to talk about it and well, Rachel Ray well, will show some she's making in her yeah. kitchen. It was a way to bring back Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. By the way, yes. as historical as that is, I think yeah. that's absolutely dead on. Yeah. You know, it happened. A stop clock is right twice yeah. a day. Oh, yeah. well. What you can contribute to the war effort. Right. Absolutely. So, uh, so now, anyway, the article's out and... Uh, I hoarded four boxes of 3M masks two months ago when no one cared about it. And I just got to get my wife to wear them. She says, they're not comfortable. I know. That's because they're keeping the fucking disease out. <laughs> it's right, a I window into your world. I'm not a huge fan of swearing, but I felt no, that was the only way to say that. Uh, stand by. Andrew Rivers is coming up next. The Bob and Zip Show Hello, my son. What state are you in? Hello, I'm up in Appleton, Wisconsin. Wow. Appleton. Uh, yeah, great city. What is Appleton known for? Is it, And I'm sure it's not for making iPhones and smartwatches. Um, Harry Houdini was from here, I guess. Oh. Wow. Don't let anybody punch you in the stomach. Wow. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I think there's other ways to die at a show right now so <laughs> <laughs> right, that's gonna be great. thank you what was Houdini's big thing didn't he get uh 
Wasn't he wrapped in chains uh, inside? Yeah, thrown under in the underwater. river. Yes, yeah. Detroit, I think. Yeah. And, and he and he just drowned, right? Or, or did he get out? I don't remember. No, he died from the punch in the stomach from right. the okay. appendectomy. Or Zip is correct. Well, well, who punched? All right, I don't know the story. So, in order to get that joke, I'm going to have to go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> who, who well, so evidently, he, some yeah. kid walked into his dressing room and said, yeah. "Hey," because he, he had a, he was famous for having a lot of rock hard abs or whatever. Oh, okay. So, right. Yeah, he had a you. bit yeah, where someone people. would punch him probably, and then when he was someone tensed. took it a little too literally. Oh, okay. And then, but that that meant that he could. Oh, he died just from that, not. From yeah, the, he was unprepared well, for the punch because he wasn't tensed up, oh. and the kid and got I him. Think and I think he had appendicitis at the time too. Oh. I think, or something like. He damaged it. You know who that reminds organ? me of? Um, the dude who liked to swim with the with the um, manta rays. What yeah. Was his name? Oh, yeah. Steve Irwin. Crikey. I, yeah. I, I killed Steve Irwin. I did a film where we, we depicted that two weeks before it happened. It's a true story. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Did you feel terrible that you had... I. It was eerie. It was weird. It was just out there. And because it had to be played before a big company, and he had to explain ahead of time, look, we didn't know the dude was going to die. Wait a minute. So you did one of those corporate comedy things yes. where you and made I, fun of him? Did you do I, an impression of him? I did Steve Irwin. Yeah, I don't want to move in on Andrew's time. But yeah, no, no. Go ahead. I can't do impressions. Go and right for it. It's yeah. true. It actually happened. And, I and could... so what was the premise whereby you were going to kill him by one well, of these things? Well, they had superimposed on the video that I was, you know, being stung by a manta, which I believe is what he got, he died from. And it was right. just like one of the running jokes in the, in the it was a joke in the, in the production. It was a joke that that might happen to him ahead of time. I've forgotten that. Yeah. Wow. And... It, it, you know, it was like Dave called me and says, do you, do you know, do you know what had just happened? I said, no. He says, Steve Irwin just died of what we depicted in this, this video I just made for the wow. corporation Rex Air. And I, 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 I might was, have to, we might have to recut it. Was he, it, he, was it a, uh, it was already in the can. Was it a big yeah. paying gig? Yeah. He does big, sh massive shows like, mm -hmm. um, this company's worldwide. So, okay. uh, yeah. It was a big but you rolled show. with it anyway. They did. I wasn't there. Uh, did the people like it? I apparently with the preamble uh, disclaimer, it was okay. Right. Yeah. We didn't intend to kill this guy. <laughs> just I how didn't. it worked. <laughs> I swear, I'm, I pulled it from the universe and killed the man. Right. You know, we recorded this before that happened. Sure, we joke it. Yeah, yeah. So, Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, what's what's cooking there this weekend, Andrew? Oh, it's great. Um, it's a it's a packed comedy club and um, opening for Damon Wayans Jr. Really, which oh, is yeah. uh, a perfect fit. You know, two guys just trying to ride their dad's coattails. <laughs> and, uh, That's very kind of you. Yeah. yeah. The difference is his dad is uh, talented. So just kidding. Come on, tough room. Come on. I would have loved. I would have picked that low hanging apple myself. Now that's fine. Absolutely. Appleton, yeah. yes, perfect. Yeah, it's nice to be uh, in a real, uh, real show. I've been doing a lot of online shows lately, and those are. Uh, it's, it's just a lot of pressure. I'm always worried that if a joke doesn't hit, they're going to tab over to Netflix and be. You know, <laughs> I'll just check back in a few minutes, see if he's funnier. But, um, but I actually got a complaint show tonight. A complaint where? After my show, a woman oh. from the audience complained. Oh no. Not the cancel culture, she said, please. Uh, I'm a COVID nurse. And oh. I said, oh, thank you for your service or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Thank you. And she said, uh, please don't tell the dead grandma joke. Oh. And I said, oh, why? Is that too real? And she said, yes. And then we kind of laughed. But then after she walked away, I was like, you're here. 
you know, <laughs> to, to laugh. Yeah, she's a COVID nurse at a. It's a full. It's a sold out club. No distancing. <laughs> like I get it now. Are you? You know, what are you just scouting for your next? Uh, I was gonna say victim, but you know, yeah, patient. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe Cust- she didn't customer. say she's a good COVID she, nurse, but she, uh, she uh, people who live in glass, uh, yeah, houses, or uh, something. I com- mean, comedy uh, uh, venues shouldn't throw stones. Yeah, because people who live in comedy castles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wild. What is the uh, what is the dead grandma joke? That you oh tell? well, I don't know if I did this one on the on the show yet, but uh, I saw a sign at a protest that said racism is the worst virus. Mm. I was like, oh, that's a good sign. I I think racism and coronavirus have a lot in common. You know, like some of us only have a little bit of it. Uh, <laughs> you can give it to other people without knowing it, yeah, sure. and uh, your that's grandma true. will probably die with it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's cute. and they're both going away after the election. So that's oh man! Oh, that's actually that's kind of cute. Uh, it's think, a yeah. good. It's a yeah. clever dead grandma joke. It's yeah. That's what I aim for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a friend whose grandma has it, and uh, he said she's fine, so I, I don't feel that bad about it. But yeah. Grandma has a little bit of COVID virus. Grandma <laughs> has... Never mind. <laughs> you have to be a Bill Withers fan. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like so back to the club you're in, it's... Sure. Uh, are they... Uh, this is Wisconsin, so they're... Uh, they're not following protocols, masks, and all of that, and people are basically just masks. Lay down. You're cutting out for a second. Say again. Oh, sorry, I'm crappy hotel but uh, hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah, people, yeah. yeah, people will ask. You know, <laughs> so Andrew. You just, yeah. yeah, we just that lost grandma it. joke's coming back on him. Yeah, the grandma <laughs> joke did it actually. Karma. The joke gods, that, that's it for him. It's called Grandma Karma. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see if it comes back. Someone's someone just logged into Pornhub, and let's give it a chance. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's really You're in a hotel. that might be me actually. Hang on, let me check on <laughs> He pulled the wizard. He pulled the curtain back on his own little wizard. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's. I don't call it a little wizard, but uh, you know. Sure. It's, uh, he's he does have a gray beard, but uh, the staff is Already? huge. So uh, w- many women describe it as magical. The staff. Uh, let's, yeah, let's go with wizard. That, that yeah, works yeah. for me. The uh, staff and the strap. <laughs> yeah, they have a. Uh, Oh, there it goes again. <laughs> oh, man. For, for, for all the filler, Andrew, you're coming in really good. Yeah. All right. Let's get one more good joke in because this is. Uh, let's see if we can try. You there? Yeah. Nope. The answer maybe, is no. Maybe redial. Um, try and redial. Andrew, I notice that because uh, I see you on Facebook, it's not that we actually talk. Like father no. and son. Well, <laughs> why would you bother to pick up a phone once in a while? No, when I could just sit there with my thumbs and uh, not strain myself. Anyway, uh, no, we have talked actually. We've called a little bit lately, which is good. But I noticed that you're hiking a lot, and I have to tell you, it warms the heart, warms my cockles of my heart of soul or whatever that phrase is, because <laughs> you're, you're warm your cockles is uh, something. Let's else not. To, let's not. So, but no, it warms me because you know how much I loved hiking, right? And you're and to see you on top of Rattlesnake Mountain, first off, you're it's making you look fit. 
And oh, I'm not, thank you. I'm not saying you were letting yourself go. <laughs> no, I was the opposite of letting myself go. I was uh, letting myself wither away. Yeah, you weren't eating enough. Well, you know, I, was, I, I wasn't making enough money to eat. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> you know, the river's fortune is much less than the weigh-in's fortune, but uh, that's all right. That's true. Uh, but anyway, um, it, it was good to see you. And, and, and so you, you climbed Rattlesnake the other day. You did some other massively huge mountain with a spectacular view. And I don't know if I've ever been there. Is that in the Cascades, too? Oh, the other one that you saw was probably, I forget the name of it, something Lookout, Haybrook Lookout, but uh, that is Mount Baker. Actually- yeah, I've never been up to Mount Baker. It was awesome. Um, there goes someone downloading porn in the room next door. Again. Gosh darn it. All right, keep going. Andrew, knock it off. All right, sorry. <laughs> But anyway, so is hiking... You would think I have it all saved on my computer by now, but uh, anyway, hiking's great, sorry. Um, <laughs> well, it's good. You know what? Um, it's nice to get out and exercise. You know, I think I, uh, you know, I, usually, I think I already told you last week, I used to get my exercise carrying my bags through the airport and stuff, so right, right. I got to get out. And uh, But I was a little bit of a rule breaker because oh. Rattlesnake is closed down right now. <gasps> You scofflaw. Why is yeah. it closed down? Because it's hard. It's too many. It's too crowded and they don't want people. It is a small trail. Yeah. But they're also rebuilding it. They're uh, cutting down more trees and right. sort of backhoeing and, and grading it. They, or they need to make it so that enough people can be on the trail. It's, it's a very popular trail. Um, yeah. So and you snuck in. Slim. Did you snuck in the secret trail, the one that we used to go up? That no one I don't know about? a secret trail. I know there's a the east side peak which you can go up which okay. i did last i did a couple months ago but uh but i this you go up to basically wilderness rim where that used to be yeah yeah, yeah. no 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 all right this is aside quickly talk to okay. our neighbor tammy okay you remember her she writes all the hiking books uh, just tell her you want to know the uh, secret trail that your dad used to go up on a rattlesnake and well, okay. it has its own little entrance and you won't see any of the common folk. Why does this sound dirty? <laughs> well, Ooh, it has a, its own entrance. It's, and, uh, he's hiking because we've been talking about porn this whole episode. Yeah, yeah. So. He's hiking the trail uh, that was literally my backyard fun trail for twenty years. <laughs> the backyard fun trail. Wow, <laughs> that, that isn't a porn title. I don't know what yeah. it is. <laughs> They're uh, working on grooming it currently. I will God. rename the show Beavis and Butthead if this continues. Please stop. So I love it. Anyway, but ask her about it, and it's and what it was is it was the old original trail. Got to get my mud boots that they closed off. <laughs> you know, I'm I sorry. could just not show up next week, and you guys could do this. That's we're fine. just all, we're all six, Bob. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just trying to help my son for a second. Can I have some I father and son time? This is the yes. only time we have. Yes. Anyway, uh, this was the old trail, and they closed this off when they built the one for all the huge crowds that were coming and so only a few local neighbors know about it it's a secret okay. trail um, well yeah this it. one's all marked off so there's a fence and then there's a couple different uh, little you know barriers that say do not enter or whatever but uh but you know i figure it's uh, it's public land i'm a taxpayer sure. and uh <laughs> you're one of the proud boys yeah i am <laughs> demanding <laughs> 
that uh, this is my property, and sure. I'm just checking it. I mean, I don't pay a lot yeah, of taxes, I'm not here but, hiking uh, as a citizen. <laughs> I'm checking it as an owner of federal That's land. Right. State right. Exa- you get me. Yeah. yeah. yeah totally. That's I forgot my, uh, my, my wool hat and my face paint, but... Um, well. <laughs> and the horns. <laughs> but uh, halfway up the trail, there was a... We thought it would just be empty, but there were... I actually, like in a backhoe, like, you know, doing stuff. And so we kind of like approached him and then just made eye contact. And we were like, hey, can we just sneak by you? And he was like, well, you're not supposed to be here. Right. right. So you got caught. But, well, yeah, he just looked at us and basically said, I'm not going to chase you. And then he stopped drilling for a minute and then he just walked <laughs> they, by him. They didn't pay me to enforce the rules. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only you can prevent forest fires. But it's it's good. I also, I mean, my leg has been hurting for a couple months, and uh, so it's nice. It's also nice to. Get, I'm finally feeling a little bit better. Mm. You know, my health insurance is through GoFundMe, basically. So it's, uh, <laughs> I can't afford this great. Yeah, you cannot get hurt. Right. I didn't well, know but, that uh, could happen. It's, it's nice to see that you're hiking. All right. Well, we're almost out of time, but I'll give you a chance to, if there's anything we didn't get to, we got to talk about it. But we're we're running very, very late tonight. And um, Sure. Well, I Seattle's... have to drink my Metamucil and uh, take <clears throat> my uh, melatonin, basically. Well, <clears throat> that's I'm proud of you. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, because well, you, yeah, you know my history. So. <laughs> I, it's better than what you used to drink to put yourself to sleep. That's right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, Seattle's uh, phase one still. We didn't hit the requirements to open up, but uh, restrictions are being lifted in Los Angeles. I don't know if you heard about this. I did not hear about this, and it seems um, because crazy. Because of the coronavirus, the L.A. County has lifted the monthly pollution limits on how many bodies crematoriums can burn. Because <laughs> nice. too many people are dying. So. That's so now it's, dark. Uh, Could you, wild, you, yeah. it's, you got any more dead grandma jokes? Because I was, you're on a roll. <laughs> it's wildfire season all year round. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. Hey, at least Christians will finally be right about something, you know, when they're like, hey, grandma's <laughs> gone, but don't worry, she's all around us, looking down from the sky. That's it. That's yeah. her on your car in the morning. Oh. You do know that your parents are grandparents, right? Yeah, and you're uh, tucked away safely in your cabin, and you're too scared to go anywhere, so I feel great about making... <laughs> This is what I love about it is that everyone's free to sort of make their own choices here, and uh, it's good. Andrew Rivers, uh, in Appleton, Wisconsin. If you're in Appleton, Wisconsin, uh, listening to this podcast, um, buy a lottery ticket, because what are the odds? (laughs) And and are you uh, working all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yes. There will be uh, two shows uh, Friday and three shows Saturday. And the name of the club is? Skyline Comedy Club. Skyline. All right. Andrew, be well. Be safe. Wear the mask, double mask, and, uh, you know. I mean, you know, I'm not that worried about it. No. You're, you're Every in- week they come out with a, oh, this strain is even more contagious. Uh, it's like, how much more contagious? Can it, w- this new one finds you in your house. It's, it comes through your ears. and <laughs> All the symptoms are designed to keep you in your house. Have you noticed that? The newest yeah. symptom now is uh, you might have coronavirus if you have sore eyes. <laughs> yeah, my eyes are sore because I haven't seen natural light in 12 months. Don't look out the window. That's how you get coronavirus. Yeah, It's going to be fine. We're all right. Be safe. Love you. You too. 
Hang on. The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Pandemic totally shut us down. A year of masks and isolation. Don't get close, don't come around. Keep six feet of separation. I'm so I'm told If I don't get my inoculation Rock didn't die, but I got old Baby boomer generation my generation Leads their vaccination, baby Let's all get stuck right Line away Line up, get that vaccination Don't buy what jerks on Facebook say They end up on ventilation It's not gonna cause no Deformation. That's just all misinformation. So let's fast track that vaccination. Life or deadly situation. My generation needs their vaccination, baby. COVID tried to shut us down. Talk on Zoom and no vacation. But there's a new vaccine in town. Now it's time for liberation. It's real safe or so I'm told. Hope I don't get anaphylactic. Now I might get a chance to grow old. Young folks call it geriatric. nation. Get your own vaccination, baby. My, 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 my vaccination.